0: you're listening to millennials
1: at the movies i'm amy and i'm novi we know it's slightly after christmas but we just weren't done celebrating and we're pretty sure this movie covers new years too so today we're doing the holiday Mm -hmm. according to google movies dumped and depressed english rose iris agrees to swap homes with a similarly unlucky in love californian amanda for a much-needed break Iris finds herself in a palatial Hollywood mansion while Amanda navigates the lanes of a picture perfect English village. Soon enough, both lovelorn ladies bump into local lads, perfect for a romantic pick me up. It's streaming on Hulu TV, Fubo, and Sling. On Rotten Tomatoes, the critics give it a 50 and the audience an 80.
0: Wow, that's a gap. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, okay, I have to preface this this is a movie I probably saw for the first time with my sister and like almost every other time after that with her as well it was our go-to holiday movie when we would ever watch holiday movies like if it was a choice this is the one we would watch um and I feel like this is the first time because I was taking notes and like paying such close attention to the movie. This is the first time I've sat there and went, This is the loveliest love story ever. How is it one of my favorite movies? <laughs> like, yeah. it doesn't make any sense because I'm not a fan of love, like, love stories in general. Um,
1: and it then really- I watched
0: this now, I'm like, What the fuck? <laughs>
1: It doesn't make that much sense. It also doesn't make sense that despite my insane love for cheesy-ass <laughs> hallmark Lifetime Christmas movies, I've never seen this. It doesn't make sense. You're right. I've seen every romantic comedy Christmas movie except this and Love Actually.
0: You haven't seen Love Actually? oh no. Shit. okay so the two yeah the two movies I enjoy of like love movies you haven't seen makes sense well now you have one of them anyway um I also uh mistakenly thought Hugh Grant was in this movie in my head when I told you about it today. Yeah, so, or, you
1: like, told me Hugh Grant was in this movie, and I was like, yes, I'm so excited. I love <laughs> Hugh Grant in British rom-coms, and then he wasn't, and I was so angry at you.
0: And I don't know how, like, I love Hugh Grant. He's wonderful. Like, he's hot. His accent is hot. Everything about him is great. Um, And then I just... For some reason, I think in my mind it it had to be him. Like it should have been him, you know. And it doesn't make any sense that it's not. No offense to the actor that's in this movie, but I don't know him from anything else, no. and so I wish it was Hugh Grant. But also, I will say, I I understand why it wasn't Hugh Grant because you probably can't have Hugh Grant. Okay, Hugh Grant's accent and ah oh shit, I didn't write the actor's name down, but the guy who plays um, Graham whatever his name is you can't have those two accents in the same movie probably the world would explode so <laughs> so it makes sense if it had to be one or the other i guess you know leading man Juan. yeah <laughs> welcome to my choice for,
1: for a rom-com uh, thanks, um, leading man and then there is secondary leading man jack black poor jack black we start off the movie with a voiceover talking about love and how you can lose love and you can fall out of love and then she says love is blind when a woman is courting Jack Black
0: (laughs) that whole voiceover speech thing was so damn dramatic but also so is the character honestly Um, I hate her oh no I don't hate her I just Constantly was like, you really are so pathetic. Um, but she says love can be found even just for the night. It's like that's it's not, not love. love. I don't no wonder you can't make a relationship work. You think somebody fucking you once is love. That's not the same thing. Like, I'm sorry your heart's broken, but dude.
1: Um well, I feel no sympathy or pity for her. I mean I know that this is all being set up for something, but she starts off being really whiny and pathetic. and She does. We find out that her friend, Jasper, who mm-hmm. is her ex-boyfriend who dumped her, is still leading her on. And he really is. Mm-hmm. But she's justifying carrying on this relationship because, oh, well, we're getting better. Because last year we exchanged Christmas presents in March, and this year we exchange them in December mm-hmm. but she knows this guy has a girlfriend yep and it's like it's his job not to two-time his girlfriend but to deliberately be the other woman also makes you a coos so yep. she's sitting there crying accuse. and she's like oh no my boyfriend got engaged it's like no her boyfriend got <laughs> fucking whore oh
0: <laughs> I agree I was really pissed at her for I mean, it's one thing to still have feelings for a guy and be sad that he's marrying someone else. That, like, that's an acceptable feeling. If you're still in love with somebody, I don't care who he is, finding out that he's marrying someone else is a sad moment for you. I get that. So I'm not mad at her for being sad about it. I am mad at her for continuing on and hoping that he's going to leave his girlfriend or fiance or whatever to come back to her, her, especially when he's such a dick, you know, Mm. like, He is, he, okay, you know what? Honestly, he's a dick because he is leading her on and he is like clearly constantly flirting with her when he's going to be marrying another woman. However, I feel like, and this is jumping a little bit, but we won't go into any details. I feel like every single man in this movie was so flirty constantly with these two women. And I didn't get it. I was like, does that happen in the real world? Maybe I just haven't experienced it. I don't know, but is every man single or not just constantly flirty with every like blonde or near blonde that walks by him? I don't understand this like it was very it was very strange. I didn't look up who whose movie this is like who directed it or whatever no, anything inspired. like that it's a female yeah okay, so it's a it's a man hating movie kind of a little bit. <laughs>
1: I actually felt a little bit bad for Iris because we do find out that she is being led on, and that he says, "Oh, well, we're just friends," but he's clearly still seeking her out. Mm-hmm. But then you find out that she's encouraging it and accepting it and wanting it when mm-hmm. he is in a very serious relationship with another girl. So then, every time she cried, I felt nothing but like, "You deserve this. You earned this."
0: Yeah there's got to be some personal res- responsibility you are making the decisions like he's an asshole but you can shut that shit down like there's no reason for you to continue on with this thing Exactly. which which is going to bring me to my very favorite quote that happened so early on in the movie and from one of the characters that i wish we saw again and we never did and that is uh, iris's co-worker hannah at the office party um they're having this whole conversation of like what what what's the whole thing with you and jasper you guys were like fucking or whatever right and so like they go back and forth and you know she's being iris is being really pathetic like we know she is and then hannah says you know iris when you catch a guy with another man you're not supposed to stay friends with him you're supposed to never talk to the prick again you're supposed to throw things at him scream call him names not do his bloody or blooming sorry not do his blooming laundry
1: and i'm sorry did you say when you catch a guy with another man Oh, I did. I would love this movie. That's a different movie. (laughs) Can we watch that movie? (laughs) Would it be any fucking better? I don't think it would. I don't know. I meant like Jasper. Woman.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, I wrote woman and I said man, so maybe there's something Jasper needs to tell us because...
1: I don't know. His fiance is a very pretty girl. so... She is very
0: pretty. I didn't mean any disrespect. It was literally just, I don't know how that happened. I'm looking at my notes. I wrote down the quote and it was woman. It says woman. I don't know why I said man. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> I just really wanted it to be. I don't know. Oh,
1: but this I love rewrite Anna. the movie. He ends up with <laughs> Graham behind her back.
0: Wow. <laughs> oh, no. You know what? I'd watch that movie. I'd watch the shit out of that movie. Yeah. (laughs) They'd be assholes, but i you know, I'd be a little okay with it, I think. Oh, I'm not a good person. Anyway, neither is Hannah. Okay, no, she is. I love her. She's so, like, she's that character that I feel like you need it like in your life, like a person that you need in your life to be like, Hey, honey, you're being a stupid bitch. Stop being a stupid bitch, okay? <laughs> you know, like she'll say that to your face. I mean, Iris yeah. clearly isn't going to listen because she also says, uh, You know, I never realized how pathetic you are. And Iris says, Really? Oh, God, I'm so aware of it. And I'm like, Then change it. Change it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like you've got all the power in the world to change it and you don't. Exactly.
0: Yeah, it's. And that's, that's, I think where it becomes pathetic. It's like, there, there comes a point where you have to just be like, no, I'm not fucking letting you do this to me. And clearly she's never getting to that place. Well, okay, we'll get there. But um, she can't, she just can't get herself to do it for some reason or doesn't want to. Some people like sadness. I think I've been there in my life at one point. So it is a real thing. Some people are just drawn to sadness. So maybe that's just who she is.
1: Yeah. I am not, though. So I was very happy <laughs> for her crying in her own house, and to switch over to Amanda because Cameron Diaz domestically abusing her partner is exactly what I needed. <laughs> okay, she's throwing shoes at him and punching. Yes. Him. Hey, the asshole deserved it.
0: See, all of the men in this movie are assholes at some point or another. Like, okay. no, that's not true, Jack. I don't think Jack Black ever is.
1: Maybe. Um, we'll see I think I kind of understood Ethan's point though because Ooh. you can see it from either situation I mean they're arguing over whether he slept with a receptionist and mm-hmm. sleeping with your receptionist when you have a girlfriend is bad he mm-hmm. insists he didn't which is a lie <laughs> um, and he says to her well We we never have any intimate time. You take your blackberry to bed. You're always working. Mm -hmm. And her response is, come on, nobody has time for sex. And he very slowly and snarkily goes, that's not entirely true. (laughs) Yeah, because I did fuck my (laughs) reception. But she doesn't try and defend, oh, no, I don't do that. I'm so emotionally available to you. So. I'm not saying that you should cheat on your yeah. partner if they are, like, stepping out yeah. and not, like, providing you with the emotional attachment or physical attachment you need. Mm-hmm. Like, you should end it with that person. But she was also not present in the relationship at all. Right. So it's just kind of one of those things where it's, like, what are you two people doing together at all? You both are done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So well, I and of he feel says that.
1: Sympathy for him,
0: I okay. I I felt a couple of ways about it. First of all, it's not like she was the only one who was overworking. So I think on that part, I was like, you both clearly are not doing anything to try to save this relationship. He even says it's we've been having problems for a long time, and. So if you are, the thing to do is not go fuck someone else. The thing to do if you want to save the relationship is try to save the relationship. It didn't feel to me like he had tried to reach out to her and tell her, hey, this isn't working. And if you don't actually try with me right now, it's over. Like he didn't do that. He just decided, nice house, nice life. I'll just go ahead and fuck my receptionist every once in a while because he she adores me so and I'll I'll be sexually satisfied it's like okay but if you had the time to do that maybe try to put the time in with your girlfriend instead you know and maybe she wouldn't have I'm not I'm not like trying to defend Amanda I'm just pissed at him that yeah you that aren't trying right either reason. yeah um, I do enjoy though that when she finally says you know like come on just it's over anyway put me out of my misery tell me did you cheat on me and the like I think it's the gardener looks at um Ethan is just shaking his head like don't fucking say it but then Ethan admits that he did I I also really love when people are like fine I did this horrible thing to you there are you happy because Ethan says that and I'm like no 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 please don't say that to somebody. like are you happy that I'm an asshole to you no, yes, are you happy, so happy that
1: you made me admit it are you <laughs> like is that what you wanted to hear
0: yeah yeah I'm sure that's exactly what you wanted to hear actually I feel like maybe she needed to because they probably would have continued on with this with their loveless relationship for a really long time if she didn't hear that she'd probably have taken him back
1: yeah But he was so charismatic, and I generally loved him, even though he was a dick. Of course you did. I would have rather had the movie follow both of them separately than ever go back to Iris.
0: (laughs) That I'm not surprised about. I'm not surprised about any of that. He's a dick. That's why you like him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) he's a charismatic dick, and that's why I like him.
0: Aww. Charisma goes a long way, apparently.
1: It does. Um. (laughs) Amanda is a film trailer executive and yes. she ends up immediately after the breakup going to work on a film trailer <laughs> starring Lindsay Lohan and James Franco. <laughs> so good. And I want to see that movie. So do I. <laughs> yes. My favorite quote comes from that movie. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, Lindsay Lohan and James Franco are crouched behind a staircase she asks, "How do you happen to have two guns?" and he responds, "Didn't think one would be enough." <laughs> Such an awful,
0: wonderful um action movie quote. It's it I was know. perfect. It was so good. I would um, I would watch that.
1: I wanted so badly <laughs> to switch to that
0: movie. <laughs> Sorry, that one doesn't exist. If it did, maybe I would have chosen that. It was I a Christmas that. movie, you know. What?
1: Mm-hmm. Sadly. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Um, um yeah, go ahead. She has a mental breakdown in the office afterward
0: mm-hmm. in
1: which she yells about how the receptionist that Ethan was stripping is 25. Mm-hmm. And that hurts. Mm-hmm. But, like, I couldn't help but laugh because, like, she's walking around looking like Cameron Diaz. Like, mm-hmm. I look haggard because I'm overstressed. <laughs> like, no, you don't. You still look like Cameron Diaz. Exactly. <laughs> yeah well like, my favorite casting failed or makeup failed in that scene or they just didn't they were like it's fine no one cares
0: they they want to see cameron diaz look pretty um mm. which she does she looks very pretty in this movie i think this is one of my favorite looks of cameron diaz number one would be in the mask but i feel like that's an awful thing to say right after you said the whole 25 year old thing because she was probably about 25 in the mask and that's the best she's looked okay anyway um when she's yelling about the whole article about how you know I look haggard and blah 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 that kind of stuff the guy uh Ben that he she works with is sitting there with two women looking between them because Cameron Diaz okay well not Cameron Diaz Amanda says this is just women by the way it doesn't apply to men and he's just like sorry like I felt so bad for him because that boy wanted to get the fuck out of there as quickly as possible like I'm done with my job I can go now right please can I please <laughs> go now <laughs> yeah also Cameron Diaz can probably eat carbs without wanting to kill herself right
1: I'm um, sure <laughs> maybe not before a movie but
0: yeah yeah
1: Uh <sighs> we find out that Amanda can't cry even if she tries to cry she can't make it come out of her face mm-hmm. and it's obviously foreshadowing but i also don't care
0: i the only reason i care is because her little like the noises she makes when she's like sitting there trying to cry were kind of funny and then afterwards she goes okay moving on and i'm like i feel like this is something you do at least once a week where you mm-hmm. sit there trying to and by the way, like, I cry. I cry all the time. I, like, teared up watching this movie again for the hundredth time today. I'll tell you when, which part later on. But um, I can't sit here and make myself cry. That's not something many people can do. So I enjoy that her thing is, like, I tried to cry and it wouldn't work. Yeah. Because that's not how crying works.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, but it's a situation that you would think you should cry in. They seem to have a long-term-ish relationship. And it yeah. ended and she's not happy about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, she's angry about it. And sometimes when you're angry, you don't cry.
1: <laughs> yes. Sometimes when you're angry, you go on the internet and swap mm-hmm. your house with a stranger. Please don't. <laughs> Actually, I, don't know. I
0: guess people do. I don't know if yeah. I would.
1: I thought that concept was pretty interesting, especially because it was before Airbnb.
0: Mhm, that's true. Uh, it this movie is so old, and I forget that. But like blackberries were a big thing, and mm-hmm. blackberries haven't been a thing for a really, really long time. So, <laughs> um, but yes, Airbnbs were also not a thing, and it—I mean, it works for some people. I just can't imagine wanting somebody like a stranger to live in my home.
1: No. Well, maybe, if you have a very serious situation like that, then you'll feel the need
0: if I can go live in Iris's adorable fucking cottage, I will take it. That is
1: well, yeah, but you'd actually fit in her bathtub.
0: <laughs> I would easily, so it works perfectly, and she has a dog. Are you fucking kidding me like okay, sign that off that she had a dog
1: yeah, like if if I had a puppy. Mm-hmm. And I was traveling to America and there was a stranger that I was letting into my house. Yeah. I would not trust my puppy to be house sat by a stranger, mm-hmm. especially when my brother lives nearby.
0: Exactly. Like, well,
1: what the, I was like, is this, a, is this Amanda's dog? Did she bring it with her? <laughs> or like,
0: what the fuck? Yeah. Um, I was very confused by that too. I don't really know why they threw the dog into the movie. I mean, aside to make, from to make me happy, obviously. And then that one scene, which we could have done without anyway, except for cute dog. So, um, but yeah, like she clearly has somewhere that she can leave her dog. So even if she doesn't want to, or can't take her doggie with her, you just left your dog at home with a random stranger.
1: Yeah. Smart. I mean, I guess it's a random stranger that you're let driving okay. your car without insurance and, uh live in <laughs> your true. house with all of your, probably your important documents somewhere and everything you own but you know
0: important. it's fine <laughs> but the dog, that's where I draw the line
1: that's where I would draw the line too it's like, you can replace a laptop you can't replace your dog
0: especially my dog, I would take my dog with me though, so mm. <laughs> But yes, they decide to trade homes together, and one of them is in LA, and the other one is in somewhere in England, and uh, it's one of those moments where I realized when Iris gets to LA, how much I fucking hate LA. I live here, and I hate everything about it. It's fucking December, and it's a hot out. It's literally like that now, too.
1: (laughs) I was just pissed off because Iris books a seat on the plane traveling alone, and she books the middle seat. Yep. Fuck you.
0: Yep. Who the fuck wants the middle seat anyway? Yeah. Why would you ever want to be squeezed between two people? That doesn't make any sense.
1: No, <laughs> especially if you're traveling traveling alone, book one of the ends so other yeah. people traveling in groups can. It's just,
0: or at least like when the women, those two women, got there, she should have said like, "Hey, why don't I move over and you guys can sit next to each other?" They would have been happy, and so so would she have because they wouldn't be climbing over her to get to their seat. Yeah.
1: Now Jasper texts Iris while she's on the plane because he's still planning to hook up with her behind his fiance's back. Because like, Uh why wouldn't he expect that? I mean, they were hooking up when it was his girlfriend. Why not still be hooking up? Yep. And she finally, like, tries to stand her ground and say no, but it was still too late for me.
0: Yeah, it doesn't make it better. Um, It was also, I didn't believe it. I was like, you're saying no, because you're not going to be here. Like, you are on an airplane heading out, you know, out of the country. So I I believe that you're not going to do it right now. I don't believe that you're going to stop forever.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And Amanda's own Thing is that she's having a nightmare of a movie trailer of her life to the song best of my love which we go back to over and over and it's uh, always like disco ish yes and ethan is in it and he's her boyfriend and they even do the tooth thing smile
0: <laughs> yes it was it's perfect so good. yep i think that uh I think Amanda's little comedy breaks made this movie what I loved you know what I mean like I I think that's what it was because I'll talk about this later but the if I were going to choose a romance like a couple that I preferred it wouldn't be her whole thing but she was hilarious a lot throughout the movie or or things about her I'll say were hilarious I don't think she in particular was that hilarious that often but
1: no, but I really did enjoy. it. There was little movie trailer things.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I, you imagine if that was in your head all the time though? About your own life, <laughs>
1: It'd be so awful. The music in this is so damn good, though. Uh huh. Like they have Imogen and Heap and Jet and Fru-Fru and The Killers and yes. fucking to be real, I love that. <laughs>
0: The Killers, that song, I can never hear that song and not picture Cameron Diaz scream singing it and dancing like an idiot.
1: And it's my favorite thing.
0: I love that so much. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, um, the soundtrack was good.
1: Yeah. Uh, The taxi driver doesn't bring Amanda straight to the cottage because he won't be able to turn the car around. So he makes her get out in her heels in the snow.
0: Um, Can I I talk about the like towards the end of the movie that that guy can but this guy can't because yep. that other guy turns back around and it's fine he's gonna be fine no. and this guy he doesn't
1: mm-hmm. he doesn't turn back around that way though i think well I he had to it.
0: have right to pick her up i imagine that's what
1: i was I thinking know, maybe anyway he backed down the entire way
0: <laughs> maybe <laughs> either way he fucking did it you know like this guy's just like yeah just walking your heels in the snow i mean to be fair she went to fucking england in december what the fuck are you doing wearing high-heeled shoes like and you're traveling what's wrong with you
1: To be fair, they agreed upon a destination, and when they got partway there, he said, I'm not taking you that way. Get out of my fucking cab. (laughs) She could have sued him if she uh, broke her ankle in that snow. That's true. That's very
0: true. She also still should have dressed better for the occasion and the location, but that doesn't mean he shouldn't have driven her her all the way. But yeah, he was a dick. (laughs) Um, I didn't even pay attention to it, honestly, that closely until the end of the movie when I realized the other guy did. Yeah. But yeah, Amanda gets there uh to um to the to the little cottage and unpacks immediately. Everything is perfectly unpacked. She puts the suitcase away and then she's just like, "Okay, now what?" And I'm like, "Dude, th- yes, lay in the bed, watch TV, eat a bunch of fucking food, read a book. My dream vacation." Can I have it, please? Can I just do that?
1: (laughs) Well, I think it's one of those things where she is not a the vacation type of person. Mm -hmm. At least not this kind of vacation. So she thinks it's what she wants, then she gets there and then she realizes like, holy shit, there's nothing here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, some people aren't aren't,
1: good. Yeah,
0: some people aren't (laughs) good with doing nothing and being alone. I love that. (laughs) That's
1: all I want in my life. (laughs) Yeah um yeah we go back to iris uh she and miles meet because miles is showing up to try and pick up some of ethan's stuff because they're friends somehow
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: even though miles is jack black but nice uh-huh. and ethan is a fuck boy
0: <laughs> yes 100% um, fuck boy
1: and he showed up with a girlfriend, so obviously Iris is moist as fuck.
0: Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with this girl? Yeah. She has a type, and, and it is taken.
1: Yeah, that is the only thing they have in common. Just like, you have a girlfriend? I'm a really good mistress. <laughs> I don't know I have references.
0: <laughs> you know what? Jasper would probably be like, yeah, I- I'll talk to him for you. I'll tell him all about how good you are.
1: You know, honestly." <laughs> Guys like that are just like, no, I want you to still be on my rope. That's true. And I will show you, whenever you seem like you're pulling away from me, I will show you just enough attention to get your hopes up.
0: Yep. Asshole. I think Mm -hmm. that's the word that covers that kind of Mm guy. It
1: was a really cute meeting and I like that she appreciated the classical music that his girlfriend didn't mm-hmm. but it's just like girls stop flirting with <laughs> attached men his girlfriend is sitting right there you know he has one <laughs>
0: well I will say two things one it's possible that she hadn't even like seen that there was another person or paid attention that there was another person in the car because she seems real like I don't know what the right word is she seems real weird um <laughs> So she might not have necessarily immediately noticed her. She also maybe assumed that maybe it's not his girlfriend. Who knows? Whatever. But it continues on. And that was my problem. Because it's also not like she did anything with him. You know? Yeah. She gets something blown into her eye because it's really windy. And you know what, all of that is very true for Californian weather in December. Um, But he offers to get it out. And I was like, do not touch your fucking eye. You disgusting, horrible person. What is wrong with you? Step back. And I'm not the one with the eye problem. You are, but ew, don't put your fucking finger in my eye. What's wrong with you? Who does that? Nobody does that.
1: Yeah, I know that's it was true, supposed was to be cute. A very weird flirt. Yeah, yeah, I'm
0: like, I know it was supposed to be like their cute meeting or whatever, but it was not cute the whole time. I was like, get your finger out of her eye, stupid.
1: Uh, it was kind of cute.
0: Yeah, I, um, I get the idea. It was a cute idea. It just freaked me out.
1: <laughs> uh, Graham showing up. To meet Amanda <laughs> was less cute, but way better.
0: Oh, God. It was way more cute because hi, hello. I literally wrote, hello, Graham. And I meant it in the, um,
1: whatchamacallit. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> he is wasted because he often goes to crash at his sister's place when he gets drunk at a bar because it's close enough that he doesn't have to drive home. Mm-hmm. But while he's drunk, he says, I wasn't expecting you. And it was adorable. It was. But, you know, she's in a strange town at someone else's house (laughs) set up by a person she doesn't particularly know. Mm -hmm. In her pajamas. Mm hmm. I was just like oh sure person I don't know that Iris didn't warn me about I'm barely dressed it's the middle of the night in a cabin that not even the taxis will drive up to Please come in. <laughs> if he looked like Jack Black and not <laughs> she would he would not have let him in and if he did not look like Cameron Diaz he would have been like what the fuck are you doing in my sister's That's house true
0: yeah and you know what's funny to me is like I was like How are you not weirded out by this? Because he says, do you, like, is it horrible if I stay or whatever? And she agrees to it. And that is before she has any reason to believe that he actually is Iris's brother. There's no reason to believe it. After that, when she's going to go get a blanket for him or whatever, he tells her where it is. So you're like, okay, clearly... She, at least he knows iris like that that's the least of it right so he's she's, he's probably a brother but that's after she already agrees to let him stay and you know what judah walked into my house with that accent i would too <laughs> he also says he asks her if she fancies a glass of brandy and i don't even drink brandy but yes yes i would yes i would please <laughs>
1: I think they had a really good chemistry when they were talking to each other, but they were awful kissing each other. The like, worst. were they directed to kiss like that? It was, like, it was super uncomfortable, and it was way too loud every single time.
0: <laughs> well, it was, there's, okay, so much eye stuff happens in this movie because he kisses her eyes. And she, like, makes a little, like, turned on sound. I'm like, why is that what turns you on? But fine, whatever, but don't kiss somebody's eyes. That's weird, too. Um, but she says that after they kiss a few times she says well maybe if i close my eyes and then she gets all turned on and wants to fuck him and i'm like if you had to close your eyes then you're not attracted to him this isn't working like Mm -hmm. why is that your thing that worked i didn't i I didn't get that
1: i don't know why any of this works because they decide that they are going to have a one-night fling so he takes her upstairs and bangs her in a bed that smells like his sister
0: oh gross. Oh well you know like Uh-oh. when you
1: sleep in a bed it smells like you when you sleep in someone else's bed it smells like them um, that's his sister's bed you yeah. know it smells like her perfume and her shampoo
0: Well maybe she <laughs> did the the you know she put new sheets and they were they just smelled like laundry
1: I like, would hope
0: so. I really hope. Well, I mean, she has somebody staying at her place. I would anyway.
1: I would absolutely. Yeah, I would probably buy didn't. new
0: sheets and then like burn them after
1: because you know I don't want to use them. <laughs> okay, but she was also having a severe mental breakdown at the time. Yeah, so. that's true. And you know, she didn't wash the damn sheets. She
0: probably didn't. But you know what? He was wasted, so he even probably worse. No, he. No, I'm saying he probably had no idea what anything smelled like. I've been really drunk before. It just smells like alcohol. Everything smells like alcohol that night. The next day, it's just whatever you drink. Okay.
1: <laughs> but they did it multiple times. No, oh, that's true.
0: Never mind. Yeah, he smelled his sister and got horny over it.
1: I'm not saying he got horny <laughs> over it. <but> they <laughs> managed to get horny, basically sniffing his sister's. Well, laundry.
0: it's it's fucking Cameron Diaz, man. So you
1: know. <laughs> Well, yeah, but it's old Cameron Diaz, so...
0: Oh, yeah. Ouch. Um, he, She says that she's not good at the whole sex thing because um, Ethan told her that she's not. And, okay, don't ever tell anyone that they're bad at sex. It is an awful thing to hear. I don't care if you mean it. I don't care what they... Like, I mean, unless... like he he cheated on her so if she said that to him then I would be fine with it but like that's not what happened I have no reason to believe that he had a good enough reason to say that to her aside from I literally don't think you're good at sex and even if you don't think that being
1: sexually incompatible is not a reason to say she's not good at it yeah it's not what works for you exactly
0: like there's another way to say that and you know what okay I'll be fair maybe he did say it a different way but that's not how she heard it because yeah you can be sensitive about that if somebody says the sex between us isn't working you're like oh my god you think I'm bad at sex but don't tell anybody that they're bad at sex thank you for coming to my TED talks okay um she talks too much before they fuck and he still wants to fuck her because as we find out later not that much later though he is the softest boy, and I. Okay, bad time to say okay. that because of the sex, but you know what I mean. <laughs> uh,
1: opposite. uh take on it, oh. as we find out later, he has children, mm-hmm. and he doesn't have a whole lot of free time. Mm-mm. So when he shows up, and there's free pussy in front of him <laughs> on one of his only three days off. <laughs> oh he's gonna take that pussy okay free pussy like, do, you, do you really think
0: that man ever has to pay for pussy all pussy is free for not, that man let's be honest
1: yes i'm more saying that he does not <laughs> often have the time uh-huh. to collect all of the pussy that's thrown at him on <laughs> so it's just like oh hey this is the one day my parents are babysitting this <laughs> month that's and true. there happens to be pussy
0: yeah But he is still a soft boy, and that comes way later. My actual proof for it comes way later, but
1: but he is is a little bit Mm -hmm. soft in the morning, though, because he is is kind of acting all pouty and hangdog about Amanda blowing him off. But he has already tried to give her a letdown speech Mm -hmm. and says that he showed up drunk, which seems to be something he does on a semi-regular basis. And Banked a stranger, so like should she be falling all over herself to see you again, like how good is your dick do you,
0: I mean, do you want me to take a guess
1: <laughs> but yeah, I guess like it must be incredible because there has been nothing personally between them to no. make me think she should definitely want to see him again. It's just he looks like that, and I'm guessing he lays good pipe. <laughs>
0: this is my favorite episode we've ever recorded just because of the shit you've said um but the I think the thing is is that and okay I'm, I'm gonna do the like not all men um but I think a lot of times especially in movies I can't speak on actual men like I've had the experience with them or anything like that but men tend to in movies like a woman who does like kind of blow him off or like just be like oh yeah that's fine I don't care like go do whatever you want But then you see them in a relationship, and they or like whatever any kind of a situation with a woman, and they want that woman all over him. Like they are attracted to the woman who is blowing blowing him off, but they want hit her attention. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if that made any sense, but that's what it felt like to me because it felt like he was like, wait, what do you mean you're okay? No woman has ever been okay with me not wanting to call them the next day. They've all been in love with me after I fuck them, like he's just shocked and I think honestly I think that's the whole reason and I'm not saying she's not good at sex she probably is also um so I think that's the whole reason why he wants to see her again yeah like pay attention to me what do you mean (laughs) I'm not used to this (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah um their thing I feel like, I mean, I want to go in the order of the movie, but I'm going to have to say this. Their like, moments where they were supposed to be sweet or whatever that come later ruined their whole thing for me. Because at this point, I liked them. I enjoyed them. They were fun. They were funny. Um, and they were kind of, like, it was cute. The shit that happened between them was was cute because she was all awkward and he was like, he was into it, you know? And so it was really cute. And then they fucked it all up later on in the movie and I was so sad for that.
1: Yeah, like, everything changed about their entire characters, and mm-hmm. it made me sad, because I liked their characters at this point.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't even when we found out that he has kids. It was before that. Yeah.
1: Sadly, we have to go back to Iris, <laughs> and fortunately, she's not just sitting alone crying anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, she has met Arthur, who is a gem, mm-hmm. and him talking to her actually made her less awful. Shit, I agree.
0: I also, by the way, learned what a meat cute was through this movie from that man. So um, I didn't know that's what yeah, it was I- called
1: i had never seen this movie but i used that term also, i know you so. have
0: and it, every time you did in our podcast it made me very happy because i thought of him and i couldn't say anything to you because you didn't know who the hell he was
1: <laughs> well, he's the one who said it so i'm still comfortable saying it. <laughs> sure, he's the best.
0: i love him he's my favorite is he your favorite holy shit yeah oh he's my favorite character too that oh, makes yeah. me happy this is probably the only time that's ever happened <laughs> but yeah he was wonderful his little like confused doesn't know where he's going because all the houses are different now and he's lived there forever thing was adorable and sad but then we get to see his very like I don't know why spunky is the word that comes to mind personality and I want him in my life like I want a a person like that in my life (laughs)
1: Well, and I think that's what Iris needed. Not necessarily a romance, but somebody that wanted to talk to her and spend time with her that she could feel like she had a purpose with.
0: Yeah. But Which is a fair thing to want or to for her
1: to get, I guess, too. It is. But she invites him to dinner and we're crying again. <laughs> we're always crying. <laughs> She's crying because, and I quote, my ex boyfriend got engaged and forgot to tell me. Uh-huh. And Arthur insists that that makes him a schmuck. Uh huh. But ex boyfriends don't have to tell you. Like, if I get engaged today, I don't have to call everyone I've ever boned to let them know <laughs> I'm engaged. Hey, just so,
0: just so you know, just, I don't want you to hear it from someone else. Yeah, I agree. I don't think he, Arthur's reaction to that is. Lame is not is uh, lame is not the right word, but it's not correct because that. Well, he's not a schmuck also, because of that, but
1: mm-hmm. he also doesn't necessarily know the situation. Yeah, I mean, he might if it was like my ex boyfriend who I was still fooling around with behind his girlfriend's back. <laughs> it, it kind of makes both of them schmucks because yeah. you would figure you'd inform everyone you're currently sleeping with that you're going to get engaged. <laughs> well, maybe. He said, maybe all she says ex-boyfriend yeah. it's like ex-boyfriends have no no
0: no I think he said him saying Arthur saying it to her like she he's a schmuck is like his flirty thing of like you're so beautiful and clearly him not wanting you makes him a schmuck but she is not honest about it at all with him and I feel like I mean, I get it. She doesn't have to be. She doesn't have to sit there and tell this man that she barely knows. Like, oh, no, he's not that bad of a person. In reality, we were both fucking around be- be- behind his girlfriend's back and blah, 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 all this stuff. Um, but based on what Arch- Arthur knows, I think he's just trying to do the like, oh, you're a beautiful girl and she sh- he should want you kind of a thing. You know what I mean? So yeah. I take it back. I-, I-, I called him lame and I feel why do I feel so bad
1: about it? <laughs> because he is delightful yes um iris says at that point that she has been going to a therapist for three years who has never given Mm. her such good advice Mm. as to be her own leading lady (laughs) and not to be a dick but if she has been going to therapy for three years and this is how she still is she needs a new shrink yeah I agree. Like sometimes you just don't have good chemistry with a shrink or you're not getting what you need out of that particular person. Mm-hmm. she clearly isn't. she's still in the mistress' headspace, mm-hmm. she's still blaming herself, she's still having these severe mental breakdowns and panic attacks. Yeah, get a new therapist, yep, I agree, like
0: we didn't say this earlier, but earlier in the movie when she's in their house after she has just found out that you know um. Ethan's not the right name jasper is um getting married to his girlfriend she almost tries to kill herself and Mm -hmm. again i'm gonna go back to the dog because your dog is right there you just try to kill yourself get better help you need help like this is not okay i mean anytime you try to kill yourself obviously i hope you would get help but like yeah i don't know how much she's actually seeing her therapist that was my thing of like you've been going to your therapist for three years how many times in those three years like twice because that doesn't count (laughs) yeah but yeah um I was so glad that they met Arthur and Iris did and then like she gets so in his space and in his life and like a part of me was like dude what the hell are you doing you can't just be like looking around his home and like opening his mail which we'll talk about but like you can't just be doing all that shit but at the same time i was like please do that shit because that means arthur continues to be in the movie. because if she didn't do that then we probably wouldn't see arthur
1: again <laughs> okay they're both like that though because amanda is constantly checking graham's phone he uh-huh. says oh that's my phone ringing and she picks it up and checks the display yep twice it's like that's not cool Yep, don't do that uh-huh
0: I agree, and apologizing for it right afterwards is better, but at least uh, it still isn't like it doesn't excuse it, you know,
1: yeah, but she's not sorry because she does it again, yep, and so immediately like I know that I'm supposed to apologize for doing this thing. that's a complete invasion of your privacy. well,
0: I'm always wondering what the hell he's doing, leaving his phone so far away from him, like. Okay, maybe this is a personal thing. My phone is attached to me at all times. Like, I feel like, especially if I had kids, it would be even more. You know what I mean? It was,
1: it was a long time ago, though. We weren't as oh, very true. attached to our phones back then.
0: That's a good point. Blackberries, I remember now. Um, um
1: <sighs> We get back to them though. They're having a conversation in the kitchen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The night before Amanda got sloppy drunk, started throwing her clothes around and begged <laughs> to stay with her just to sleep. Mm-hmm. But we skip that fun part and just go to them having a long bland dialogue about it in the kitchen.
0: I agree. It was I don't know why they kept doing that. Like they had already kind of done that kind of a thing before with them. We didn't need to see it again. But I will because. Um, I think this is where he says basically that, you know, I know you're leaving and blah, 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 all this stuff, but I'm going to be. No, that's after the de- the they met at the restaurant. Don't they decide to go on a date or something then? Yep. Like an official date? That's what it date. is. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. A lunch date that is basically an interrogation uh-huh. because she has rapid firing questions at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, we find out that she owns her company and she is happy and thinks it's a good sign that he is not intimidated by that, uh-huh. but I never got the impression that Ethan was intimidated by it. He just yeah. didn't like that work made her distant. Yeah. And, and yeah, she's been making plenty of time for Graham right now because she's on vacation. Like workaholics are not cured by a good dicking. <laughs> So it's like, oh, really? You think okay. when she goes back to work, she's gonna constantly have time to go on lunch dates with you? No. Well,
0: okay, and also, she was in a relationship with Ethan. I don't know if they said for how long, but for many years. And they just broke up a few weeks ago. And now she's here on her vacation. And I'm not saying, like, don't you don't just immediately want to fuck another guy? I mean, I didn't. I wouldn't, you know, but maybe that's what you want to do and you think that that'll help. Fine go ahead. However, a couple of things. First of all, if you had made this time for Ethan, you guys might've saved your relationship. I don't mean after he cheated on her, of course, but like ever, you know? Um, and second of all, I don't believe that she was ever in love with him. And I think she says something like that, that she's not capable of love or she's not, she can't do love or whatever. Um, and I believe it. And so their whole build-up of like their them like and their feelings for each other I never once believed throughout the entire movie that Amanda actually had feelings for Graham beyond like I like you I respect you you're a cool guy and you're damn good in bed beyond that I didn't believe her feelings for him even slightly because she just broke up with her ex-boyfriend and found out that he was cheating on her and now suddenly is, like, falling for a new guy two weeks later? I don't believe that.
1: Especially for her. I think she her. enjoyed the ego boost. Yes. Especially because Ethan's new girl was 25.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: his justification of it was that she adores him. Yes. Oh, that was hard. Which is the implication of, like, you, you don't.
0: Yep. And you know what? I'm not even mad at Amanda for wanting that. Cool. Get it. Like, enjoy that. But I just didn't believe her feelings for him.
1: No, she doesn't love him. Mm -mm. And I don't think she will get to loving him, which would be perfectly fine if he was just some single guy who was, like, going to the pub and having a good time. But then you bring kids into it, and Mm -hmm. she I would like to hope that she could love the kids. Yeah but I don't well, think she could love him.
0: I I agree. Like, she's too distant a person. And, and like some people just are, they just don't have a whole lot of feelings. You know what I mean? And that's perfectly fine, but just don't fuck with somebody who clearly, A, has feelings for you, and B, has children involved. Like he even says, I don't, okay, we're like jumping back and forth, I know, but we. he says when we meet um, Sof- Sophie and... Oh, I didn't write their names down. Um, (laughs) I remember the other girl's name. But anyway, the kids, when we meet his kids and she's like, I can't believe you didn't tell me it was your idea when we went on the date to like get to know each other and you didn't tell me. And he's like, it's not easy for me to let somebody in on this part of my life unless I like I know them well and blah 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 which makes sense if you've got kids you don't want to just bring home anybody or like talk about that whole part of your life because it feels too personal maybe and that's fine um I don't think she I and I feel like he knew this that she wouldn't be able to be part of that life no you know like she's not going to she's not gonna be mom to these kids ever she's not gonna she doesn't have that in her you know what I mean she never wants to be and there's nothing wrong with that I'm just saying she can't so maybe don't fuck with him and like that's his whole thing of like this was a bad idea you know
1: yeah (laughs) like it was but it's too late
0: yeah, like, why do you think he didn't take you to his place and continuously came back to fuck you in his sister's house? <laughs> Maybe just don't show up at his door randomly. How did she even know where he lived? That's creepy now that I think
1: about it. Uh, I don't know. It's not like they exchanged phone numbers.
0: <laughs> or any other uh, information.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't find out about the kids yet, though. Because Mm-mm. first, uh, Iris is hosting a Hanukkah party. Mm-hmm. For Arthur and his old people friends and as great as Jack Black is Mm -hmm. I kind of would have enjoyed the movie more if it was just like her finding her own self-respect and backbone with Arthur and not had a romance plot for her at all because I think their friendship hers and Miles's was cute Mm -hmm. but like I didn't need there to be a romance there
0: I did I honestly didn't think there was gonna be I knew that she was like into him and wanted and I think it was the same kind of thing you were talking about with Arthur like she wanted Miles to be there and to care about her and to encourage her and that kind of stuff which is a friendship you know um and maybe like she wanted to bone him too which fine but like I don't I I Was very surprised at the end that that Miles had feelings for her. I was like, Really? When? When did that happen? I didn't see that part of the movie. (laughs) But yeah, I agree with you. It would have been way, way better if she had just become herself and found herself and become confident without needing a man.
1: Well, yeah, but that's not how things work in a rom com like this. If you don't get a good digging by the end of the movie. Well, to be fair, I don't think she got a dicking. No, not, no dicking. No,
0: not none that we saw. Um I said that like we saw the other two fuck, but we know they did. They went up to the bedroom. Yeah. Rom com show us that. Um <laughs> But yeah, I loved that little Hanukkah party. It was so cute. Those old men were funny. They were like I I, I especially enjoyed because they're talking about Arthur's um I, I was late I, wife. yeah, I almost said dead wife. I'm so uh, such a horrible person. Um, but yes, they're talking about Arthur's late wife and how she was the best and blah blah blah. And one of them says something about how she had the best laugh. And he leans over to Iris and says, "Did he say that she had the best ass?" And Iris laughs, laughs and corrects him and says, "No, best laugh." And he's like, "Oh yeah, I know. I was making a joke, you fucking bitch." <laughs> He doesn't say that, obviously, but he looks at her like, stupid, I know. Like, I'm not I'm not deaf. <laughs> I can hear just fine. Um, and yeah. they, were, they were so much fun.
1: That said, Miles kind of had to be there because it would have come off as really pathetic if it was just her <laughs> and a bunch of elderlies. Like, <laughs> the spinster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I, I want that life. I'm okay with it. I don't need Miles. I'll, I'll just take that life. Well,
1: the complete opposite of that life, though, is when Amanda goes and finds out about mm. his kids. And it's in the most awkward way possible. She shows up at his house <laughs> ready to bone down. Luckily, she had clothes. And
0: <laughs> um,
1: it was called out. She had to. <laughs> she finds out that the names of the women that have been on his phone are actually his two daughters. Mm-hmm and the baby refers to him as daddy and his response is yes I am daddy (laughs) no (laughs) bad movie
0: (laughs) oh yep I wrote that down too same exact reaction to it I was just like oh god did you just say that and you know what's weird is I've watched this movie a million times and I've never found that weird knowing I was gonna talk to your ass about it I was like oh fuck (laughs)
1: just the service I provide
0: (laughs) oh I guess you're daddy um (laughs) yeah the kids are adorable like yes shut up (laughs) they're adorable little babies and I love them lots however I'm gonna say I don't know why they were in the movie I didn't think we needed
1: that They were in the movie so that they could tell Amanda, you look like my Barbie. That's true. Yep. Honestly, I think they were in the movie to justify her trying to create a... A real relationship with Graham, like they didn't know how to bump it over the hump from her just going yeah we have fun together we bone down occasionally <laughs> we have a bite to eat hang out hmm. but i'm gonna go home they yeah. didn't know how to get over that emotional hump and they figured oh well she'll just realize that she has to be serious because he has gone. <sighs> I
0: spawn. I also think it was to do the cheesy thing of... Because earlier when they were on the date, she says to him that her parents are divorced and that they used to be really close, the three of them, her and her parents did, and that they were like the three musketeers. And then they show uh the the girls in their bedroom they have a they have a uh, what you call it um a tent set up basically mm-hmm. um and so they take Amanda in there and they like lay down and they're talking about oh well, the little one is talking about how her makeup is pretty and she smells nice and whatever and then they basically say that they cut out the stars in the tent themselves the, that they're the three musketeers and okay i hated that moment it was so cheesy and stupid these little no girls
1: their parents the three musketeers anyway yeah
0: also this little girl does not know what the fuck the three musketeers are she's like six at most probably i don't know i don't know i don't know how old they are but like she's a very little girl why does she know what the three musketeers are I barely know what the three musketeers are. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. musketeers, I would have gotten musketeers, I didn't get. Oh. <laughs> they could have um, made this better.
1: It was super gross that the kid decided she wanted to try on Amanda's lipstick uh-huh. and they like rubbed it on her mouth from her mouth. Like, yep. No.
0: And maybe don't let your daughter do that. How about that? And don't, maybe don't let this little girl do that. Like,
1: hey, we don't yeah. touch other people's lips. That's just not what we do. I feel like that girl is, like, really exploring and, like, having her lesbian awakening. Because she's like, you smell pretty, and I like you're sick. She's six! <laughs> For fuck's sake! I don't know. It was, it didn't come off as, like, really charming. It came off as kind of creepy. I think the par- charming part about that little girl
0: was that she belched. Them and then she just lay there laughing about it, like, ha, excuse me, ha, that was cute.
1: <laughs> but. I the kids are kind of cute, but then Amanda is invited to sleep over and she says no, and then they just get this dead-eyed, uh huh, look. Yep, and
0: I it's was so creepy. It it was terrifying, but it was also really sad because I was like, you didn't have to just how like okay, I don't know, maybe I've just been around kids my whole life, and she hadn't, so she was just like, mm, maybe next time, um, I would have just been like, hey, you know, let's just see what happens, like. Or, or we- make up an excuse, like, oh, I have somewhere I have to be tomorrow or tonight, even, or something, you know?
1: I think she was trying really hard to figure out a gentle way to say it, but she didn't really have experience with kids. Yeah. But, like, they say that no woman ever sleeps over their house. <laughs> uh-huh. Honestly, Why doesn't I- Iris come <laughs> over? Yeah, like, is she not
0: close with her brother's kids? She hates them, in reality. She's just like, fuck you, you remind me of everything I'll never have because I keep fucking people who are marrying other people.
1: (laughs) She seems close enough with Graham. They don't have any kind of like weird sibling thing where it's like, I don't want to talk to you. No, yeah. He sleeps over at her house sometimes. Yeah. But he isn't watching her dog, and apparently she never visits his children. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like- it doesn't make any sense because, like, I don't sleep over at my sister's house, but I visit them. You know what I mean? Like, I'm very involved in the kids' lives. You don't have to sleep over, but... Yeah.
1: But at the end of the movie, she's at his house and they're hanging out and playing around like they're always there. And it's like, what is this? Yeah.
0: Oh, this is not stuff at all. But since you brought that up, they also do another thing that I realized was awful because of you. Because I don't like it either, but I know you hate it. But, Iris kisses the little baby on the lips, yeah <laughs> yep <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I don't congratulations, you all have herpes, uh,
0: that is how herpes works. That's why so many people yeah. have herpes in the world, and they don't even know it um, fun, different topic, um, different um podcast, I meant, but <laughs> yeah. different topic too, um, but yeah. It, They have that whole conversation after they, like, I guess the girls go to sleep. I don't know. Um, And I don't feel bad for them. It's like you guys have known each other for, like, a week. Calm down. Like, I get it. You like each other and you've been having fun. But she's going back to America and you still live here and you have kids. So, obviously, you're going to still live here. So, stop making this so dramatic. (laughs) Like, I hate that they made it so dramatic. I still hate it.
1: Yeah, it doesn't make sense that they're acting like they've been dating for six months and Uh then she has to go home. Like this isn't, it's been a week. Uh You don't need to be acting like you're so in this relationship. And I get that she's, her whole perspective is like, this is the most I've felt in a long time. But it's just like, yeah, but. Reasonably, what are you gonna do?
0: Yeah, like take that as a good sign that you just were in a bad relationship, but now you're out, so you'll go back home and you will meet someone else, and you will probably and hopefully have feelings for that person. Like, it doesn't have to be that it has to be the first dick you got, you know, after you got out of your relationship. But apparently, exactly. like you said, it was a real good dick, so
1: yeah. um, <laughs> um. There is a call between Iris and Amanda, and then Iris and Graham, and <laughs> I found that scene legitimately funny, yep, uh she is able to deduce from how they are both acting a little too cool but also asking asking about each other mm-hmm. that they have boned, yep, so she starts screaming at Graham for boning her house swap person except. <laughs> It's actually Amanda on the line, which is super awkward and quite funny. Uh-huh. and
0: I I like that scene. I did too. And I, y- you would think when they do something twice, it's not as funny the second time, but she does it again. And it's still Amanda because apparently she lost Graham on the other line. Um, mm-hmm. And it was still funny the second time too. <laughs> um, we also see, um, I think uh it's at a blockbuster if I'm not mistaken because blockbusters were still a thing um Iris and Miles going walking around the store and I thought okay it was really weird because I loved their scenes together a lot and it wasn't like oh my gosh this is so romantic and so cute it's such a cute relationship it was like they're having so much fun together because he's like picking up movie cases and um, doing the like the music or like humming or whatever the music from the movies because that's what he does for like his job or whatever, and they're having a good time, and it's cute, and he like brings her a drink and whatever and I'm like, this is really cute, I enjoy this I wanna see more of this, even though I wanna see jude law i i wanna see more of you two together because it's fun rather than what they turned Graham and Amanda into I felt like Graham and Amanda should have been the ones that were more fun to watch because their meeting and that whole beginning of them was so much fun and they let me down but at least Miles and Iris had this
1: I felt like they had more of a bro relationship, yeah. though, except she seemed to want more, and he was just like, hey, my dude, look, I can do the <laughs> songs to everything. Yep. And she's getting that, like, broken face every time, because he sees his girlfriend, and she just gets so sad when he starts walking away. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, he's not your boyfriend, since you knew that. He was never your boyfriend, actually. Mm-hmm. No. So, But, of course, he sees his girlfriend who is supposed to be out of town canoodling with another gentleman.
0: Canoodling. Yes. Yes. And gentleman. Yeah, Yeah, that scene was so funny to me. I couldn't take it seriously, A, because it was Jack Black and I could never take him all that seriously anyway. But also because he, like, runs out of the store after her. And then we see them through the window and he like literally like deflates, his head hangs, his shoulders sag. And I'm just like, this is really bad acting. And I'm laughing. I don't feel, like I feel bad for the character, you know, but like, I don't, it's the delivery wasn't there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And the, the movie is kind of acting like Iris and Miles are in the same situation with his girlfriend and her Jasper, but it's just like, Jasper told Iris that they were over romantically, and Miles thought he and that girl were in a committed relationship, so no, it's not the same.
0: Well, and then he realizes it's not the same in a different way because she makes this whole speech about how I understand blah 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 and he says well fuck you need this drink more than I do and hands a drink over to her because he's like I've been with this girl for like five months you've been with that guy or having this whole problem with that guy for years holy shit you're fucked I'm okay like here take the drink take everything
1: <laughs> Um, well, she immediately loses any favor that she had with me though because she says see how great your life is compared to mine oh. it's just like you're a white homeowner with a good job <laughs> family and chooses to be a mistress How yep. about you put that shit away right now yep
0: like I'm gonna keep saying it I think but like I am totally fine with you still being hungover hungover hung hung up on a guy like you're still having feelings for someone that shit doesn't go away easily and I'm not mad at you for having feelings but the fact that you're putting yourself in that situation and that you are the other woman and you know that and you feel like you're the one that's fucked over because you're the other woman that's not okay because you can have all the feelings you want for this man you can sit there hoping and wishing that he leaves his girlfriend and comes back to you I'm fine with that be that person I don't care but don't fuck around with a married man or like a not a married man but a taken man almost married no
1: it's not even just that it's just like see how great your life is compared to mine and it's just like yeah that's not okay home yeah like (sighs) you're close to your family you you seem to have money you have a job you enjoy You have a job you enjoy that you can take a month off of at will. Uh Uh-huh. So, yep. (laughs) like, I don't feel bad for you. Your life is not bad compared to most people's, even if you have a little bit of heartbreak going on.
0: And even if it is, dude, you never say and I know she doesn't say those words but like you never say your life is better than mine Your are li- like my my life is the worst or see your problem isn't a big problem because my problem is worse it's like you never say that to someone people can have their problems just let it be
1: <laughs> but she's obviously starting to feel on him a little bit because he's single now too mm-hmm. and Earlier in the movie, Arthur told Iris that she was the leading lady, not the best friend. But nothing says best friend like <laughs> dating Jack Black in a
0: movie. Uh, uh, oh, poor Jack Black. <laughs> I love him, I know. but if
1: you're in a movie and you're dating Jack Black or Seth Rogen, you're not the leading lady.
0: I don't know because Seth Rogen was in a movie with oh shit, I won't remember her name now, but like he was the leading man in, in, in a couple of movies actually,
1: Ooh.
0: or a leading boyfriend. Maybe I'll pick them and make you watch them. Okay, no one of them I definitely fucking won't. No <laughs> way in hell it was an awful movie, but anyway. <laughs> you can pick awful movies no no like an awful movie like I hated it and I don't want to watch it ever again (laughs) yeah um but yeah I I think I and I might be jumping a little bit but there's there starts to be a, a slight moment where maybe possibly um Miles has feelings maybe for iris because he's writing oh i I am jumping because we didn't even talk about arthur and his letter but that happened earlier arthur gets a letter where they're trying to like throw this like an evening with you kind of thing for him because he was a great um screenwriter or whatever and he kept ignoring the letters because he's he feels like he's old he can't walk and he doesn't want that attention like i don't want people pitying me type thing um and Iris decides also
1: because he says that he thinks only seven people would even show up. True.
0: Yeah, that too. Um, but Iris insists that he goes and says that, you know, she's gonna help him walk. And so she does. She works with him, blah blah. blah. That was all cute. I-, I loved all of that. I know I'm like kind of going past it fast, but I-, I enjoyed all of that. But the point is that they're gonna be doing this whole evening with Arthur thing, and Miles is gonna write a song that is like Arthur's song to walk up on stage to. And while he's uh, sh- playing the song for Iris, he says, I also wrote one about you or for you. And it's, he says, it's Iris, if you were a metal melody, I only use the good notes. And I thought that was super adorable. And that was the one and only time where I thought maybe he had feelings for her, but also I still didn't buy it. <laughs> But their yeah. little scene of sitting there and singing doodly do and strudly do and boodly do, whatever the fuck they were singing, was really really cute. It I was. wanted more scenes like that and less of fucking her crying over Ethan or Graham and Amanda crying over each other. Okay, well one of them crying, the other one can't cry. <laughs>
1: I would have liked more scenes of that just because it felt like they were so improperly set up that by the end, I'm just like, I don't even know if they can make this a romance between them. I don't see it. I know they're on the poster, Mm -hmm. but I don't see how they can possibly turn this into a couple scenario.
0: Yeah. Well, they also, they go out to get food together and like before. Like, they're sitting there eating their food. They haven't even gone through most of the meal, apparently. And he gets a phone call from Maggie and immediately is like, yeah, I'm going to go meet her. And just leaves Iris, who who insists that he should, like, go see. She's she's come to her senses, blah, blah, blah. You're going to make it work with her. And he just, like, jumps at that chance. I know that he doesn't actually end up taking her back and whatever, but he wants to and I don't think that he decides not to because of Iris that's not what it comes across as anyway I think it's because Maggie's apology was the worst apology in the history of apologies because that bitch stood there and said basically not these words but you know how I was fucking that guy behind your back well turns out he's not a nice guy so will you take me back please I'm sorry haven't you ever made a mistake it's like bitch shut the fuck up like no that's not an apology just because you said sorry 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 didn't make it an apology (laughs) and I think that's what made him say no fuck this I'm not doing this
1: Yeah, there was at least a little bit of self-respect there, where it only took him one time to just be like, okay, no, this is done.
0: Yeah, but I don't think it had anything to do with feelings for Iris. No. And then they kind of shoved that down our throats and said, no, 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 look, he has feelings for her. I'm like, no, though, when? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um... We don't find that out yet, though, because we are back with Graham and Amanda in bed, and Cameron <laughs> Diaz is arranged artfully in a way that makes the absolute most of her cleavage the entire time because she's <laughs> raw uh-huh and shes talking about how if they tried to have a long distance relationship, they'd eventually they'd start really excited and trying to see each other, but then it would sour in about six months. Mm-hmm. And then she says "or," and Graham's face Aww. just lights up, which is baby, kind of heartbreaking. I know. <laughs> Not <a> good or <laughs> no?
0: I consistently felt bad for him. Basically, from this point on in the movie, I was just like, "No, the no, old baby." Because that boy tells her he's in love with her like five
1: times in a matter and she of a doesn't minute. Say thank you.
0: Nothing. I think she says, I wasn't expecting love or something, or I love Mm -hmm. you, and I, like, I'm not, okay, I think he's insane, they they barely know each other, so, honey, you're not in love with her, but, um, okay, I'm not trying to tell him what he feels, but you know what I mean, like, okay, that's not, probably not what you're feeling, like, you like her a lot, and you want her to stay, and you're sad that she's gonna go, but I don't know that you're in love with her, but yeah, it's so sad, because she. Not only does she not say thank you, obviously she doesn't say it back, but she doesn't say thank you either, or anything like that. And then when he starts to babble on like she was before in the movie, she basically tells him to shut up. She's like, can we just be quiet? And I'm like, whew, ouch, That's, that might be worse than thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it was- and...
1: i don't think she's being unreasonable because long distance relationships i mean she's not even good at close distance relationships yeah but obviously some conversation had to have happened in between the kids thing and the them boning in his sister's bed again thing yeah (laughs) where it some kind of agreement had to be reached as to the fact that they were going to do that again. And I feel like that's a thing for single parents, especially. They are never like, well, I can just go on a few dates and have some chemistry with somebody and have a good time. It's always like, no, I'm looking for a mom for my kids. Yeah. So he may have thought that after meeting them and spending that time with them, that she might have been on the same page as he was. That's true. At least for working toward that, if not ready to do it now.
0: Yeah. And I, I 100% believe that he had feelings for her and that his feelings for her were strong and he wanted her to stand for them to try to work it out or for them to at least try the long distance thing. But it, I get her side of things, too. Um, I agree with her that long distance relationships are difficult and probably usually don't work. So why would they think that it would? Um, but he, the reaction to him was still <laughs> fucked. <laughs>
1: especially what's the end game in their relationship they're just going like, to constantly do long distance that's it well yeah because does <laughs> she give up a business that she owns because she probably can't move an advertising business overseas
0: no but and then what is he going to do pick up his kids and leave and like get them away from his parents who babysit
1: and his, his sister, sister who yeah. may her- not
0: have a <laughs> um, well, well she seems to love it in LA anyway so maybe she'll just go with maybe they'll just all move to LA because it's sunny
1: but <laughs> he gives her a speech about how she should really give him a shot and I didn't care much about it except at one point I realized that no one was laughing but me oh. um he says out of context of course my package perhaps in the light of day isn't all that wonderful
0: (laughs) oh i didn't even catch that that's so beautiful
1: (laughs) and he's obviously talking about you know the package he makes as a man of the total package but i don't care because now in my mind jude law has a funky package (laughs)
0: Maybe that's what she was attracted to so much. She was just like, "Damn, I've never seen one like that before."
1: Uh-huh. oh, you're the worst. <laughs> I'm so happy with me. I know you are. <laughs> I had to find the yucks where I could get them because this was not a yuck, fun yuck, movie yuck, yuck, for yuck. me.
0: Um,
1: um I don't think it was meant
0: being, to be. Mm-hmm.
1: Not being fun. Um, Jasper shows up Ooh. at amanda's house where iris is staying okay
0: have i mentioned he's the worst character i hate him i hate him so fucking much (laughs) this dick not only did he show up before he shows up he sends her work to do for him fuck you this woman just said i had to go to another country to try to get over you. You do not contact her. He calls her and says, is it okay, I'm calling? No, the fuck, it's not, you know it's not. Shut the fuck up and do not show up at this woman's house. What's wrong with you? I mean, okay, it's her fault too, but my God, I wanted to punch him in the face. You are getting married to another woman. Go home.
1: He actually contacts her a few times via phone. Mm -hmm. He calls her and gives her just enough that she starts to warm up to him again. Mm -hmm. And then immediately pulls back. Yep. But when he starts to realize that he is losing a bit of control of her because she hasn't gotten to his pages right away, Mm -hmm. he calls and says, I have a surprise for you, and then shows up at the door. Mm -hmm. And they're cutting between his speech and Miles with Maggie and Maggie's speech, and they're having pretty much the exact same conversation. I loved that.
0: Yeah, that was really good. I didn't hate Maggie as much as I hated him, though.
1: <laughs> well, we didn't see as much from her, and we also didn't have as much time with Miles to care. That's
0: true. I mean, I care. I felt bad for him, but and like I thought her apology was awful, but. I had no reason to believe that this was something this girl was doing constantly. You know what I mean? To him, like, trying to, like, constantly bring him back and get, you know, like, fuck with him, basically. Jasper knows 100% what he's doing to Iris. And he knows he can. And he consistently does it. And anytime anybody does something for control, especially, like... I own you, and you. if you think you're going to get away from me, I'm going to fuck you over even more just to make sure you never get away from me. I want that man dead. Like, I'm just like, nope. I'm, I have personal issues. <laughs> like, I, I hated him so much.
1: Well, And she's completely buying it the entire time she she's is in love. she has stars in her eyes mm-hmm. because he's talking about them running away together when she gets back overseas and mm-hmm. the way he's talking she sees it as them running away together and he I think he is saying we'll go somewhere where no one will see us on a holiday yep yep 100% you know
0: the thing is though I I think I, on one hand, like, I'm like, oh my god, you were the other woman, and that's never okay. But on the other hand, I think that she's been abused by this man so much, emotionally, and, like, semi-mentally, I guess, that when that kind of thing happens, I think you aren't ever realizing like she should have realized like I as we're watching you were like clearly he's fucking with you and you're falling for it again but on her end when I think about it like in her shoes she she's so fucked that she and she's clearly mentally unwell we've seen that many times she almost tried to kill herself like not even a month ago because of him you know um so like I I feel like I I can I don't hate her as much for what she's done because like, she's clearly not okay right now.
1: (laughs) And I don't hate her as much because I think that you can never hate someone who justifies the action more than you hate the person who commits the action. True. Yeah. But I hate her quite a lot. (laughs) And I don't, take him emotionally manipulating her Mm. i don't see what he's doing as abusive i see it as manipulative
0: maybe i again i'm trying real hard not to bring in my own personal (laughs) shit into this but it's hard but like he just seemed like that guy who was just gonna be like no 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 you don't get to fucking like move on and do your own thing and maybe that's manipulative I think it's also abusive, considering she's as fucked as she is. I feel like there's more to it than we're, than than we're even seeing. I but I'd
1: also like to go back to the fact that her therapist should be telling her uh-huh. to get out of this, and apparently isn't. Yep. Or she's yep. just not listening, which means what are you even doing?
0: Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but yes, he is being a dick as he does, um, and. She finally realizes that he's not saying, no, we'll run away together and I won't marry
1: her. I want you. And. No, he's saying, I will still continue to be your secret lover Mm -hmm. on the side of my wife, especially when she's not giving me what I'm looking for at the time.
0: Yeah. And. He She finally realizes this, and I think we're supposed to think that it's because of Miles that she's like, get the fuck out of here, basically. I don't think it is. I think maybe it's because of Arthur, <laughs> you know, and him boosting her confidence up.
1: And I like that so much better. I don't like where it's just like, no, I have a new penis. I don't need your <laughs> penis anymore.
0: And maybe, maybe it's not that actually, because he, she doesn't have it. She thinks he's over there taking her back.
1: Well, also, if it were because of Arthur, she would have not let him in. She was like laying on him and planning to go on holiday with him Mm -hmm. in the future. And she didn't kick him out until it was like, no, you are not going to be my girlfriend. Yeah. And that was the like, line. It wasn't, oh, no, I realized I have real feelings for a person, or I'm thinking that maybe I still have a chance, and he's so nice. It's like, no, you suck.
0: Yeah. And it sucks that it took that much for her to finally realize he sucks, but at least she realized
1: it. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like her kicking him out was supposed to be like the Yas Queen moment, and I just didn't get there with her.
0: Yeah. I didn't really either. I was glad that she did cuz I hated him and I didn't want him in the movie anymore. Yeah. And that still should have been Hugh Grant, but I don't I don't think Hugh Grant has ever been that big a dick in a movie. I know he's kind of dickish in movies, but I don't think he's ever been that bad.
1: He's more of the lovable rogue. Yeah.
0: And see, that would have been better in this movie. Then I wouldn't have hated him. Oh. <laughs> um
1: Aww. Yeah. Uh, she goes to pick Arthur up and the corsage is adorable I and
0: love pretty. him. I love him. He, not only the corsage, corsage, which doesn't really mean anything to me, but that he says if it's corny or if it's going to ruin your outfit, you don't have to wear it. I was like, oh, Arthur, I love you. <laughs> like, he was such a wonderful man. Yeah. Can we all have We're Arthurs just... in our lives, please? Yeah. <laughs> God.
1: I mean, you can get a sugar daddy. No, no. (laughs) He is a wonderful man, which makes me feel like an asshole because when they show up to the banquet, he is so touched because there are so many people there and they're all there because they care about him and he is tearing up and I felt genuine emotion for him Uh but he gets to the stairs and says no I'll do it myself I'm like Uh I don't know if I want you to fall or not it's like a part of me that this to happen
0: asshole (laughs) That's the part that made me tear up when he was like, when he was moved by the audience. And I'm sure it has every time I've watched this movie. Like I've seen this movie a hundred times and still I watched it. and I was like, oh, Arthur, <laughs> he's a sweetheart. And then he goes up there and he's making his speech. Oh, and Miles gets there in time mm-hmm. to play the music or to put the music on. As Arthur is going up the stairs all triumphantly and everything, and he's up there talking, and he goes and sits next to Iris, and they're both talking about how he's a rock star and he's so amazing and blah 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 all this stuff, and then they continue to talk over his fucking speech. Shut up! Like this isn't about you right now. (laughs) Like he's amazing,
1: lady. Okay.
0: Yeah, but this is Arthur's movie, for fuck's sake. (laughs) This part of it, anyway. Uh, But yeah, that was the surprising part for me. Mm -hmm.
1: I feel like this movie, in general, is about how it's okay to be selfish sometimes. Yeah. And it is. I do agree. Mm -hmm. I mean, that wasn't one of the times, but... No. (laughs) Like,
0: you've literally been working with him preparing him like every step of the way you would think this speech would mean something more to them you know yeah
1: um I was kind of worried that they were gonna pull an insta-love between Iris and Miles but I was kind of pleased that it was just like a peck and them setting up a date on New Year's Mm -hmm. because they were both just dating other people like yesterday yeah in some cases today (laughs) that's true so i didn't want it to be like no i realized about an hour ago when i was sucking on jasper's tongue (laughs) that it's you and it's always been you (laughs) yeah ever since he said he wouldn't leave his wife for me it was you (laughs) you know three hours ago yeah but they more did like a what do you do in new year's eve do you want to hang out sort of thing yeah i appreciated that
0: and i thought it was super cute that he did his little like fist bump celebration thing even though i still was like when did you start having feelings for her though um (laughs) it was cute
1: yeah because i mean we saw her have feelings for him but he was supposedly so in love with this girl that he just broke up with yeah and since she hadn't been dragging him along, his feelings were supposedly totally invested.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think they did a really rushed thing with them because they spent so much time on either Iris crying or Amanda and uh I keep forgetting his fucking name, Amanda and Graham doing their whole thing. They tried to put so much into this movie. Like there's two love stories, plus there's the breakups of two couples, plus there yep. three couples, I'm sorry, cuz also Miles's relationship ends. Plus there's yep. the Arthur thing. Like there was so much happening.
1: This movie is two rom-coms jammed together and they didn't really have time to set everything up and to have them bond
0: mm-hmm. and
1: to have all of the things they needed to have to make both stories full stories. Yeah, because
0: okay, I think we're basically there. Um, at the end of the movie, we'll talk about what happens between Amanda and Graham in a second, but at the end of the movie we see them all in the same house. And I believe it's New Year's, right? That's what they're yes. celebrating. Okay. So they're celebrating that same New Year's Yes. Okay. That's like two weeks later, right? two weeks yeah two weeks later um miles decides to just suddenly get tickets and does magically because movie um to england um amanda cancels her trip back stays in england these four people are now this like close tight family but amanda and iris don't even know each other and they're standing there hugging each other and like Uh, Like, Grandma's looking over at them, like, oh, my sister and my girlfriend, and look, we're so happy. And, like, they don't know each other, though.
1: Uh, Amanda and Iris don't really know each other, and Miles was Ethan's friend.
0: Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. It was a really, really weird... Thing that happened suddenly and i was just like is this the next year did i miss something tell me this is next year because next year i can believe no i still can't believe it for other reasons though because neither of these couples make it a year neither of them do no no way in hell like who's moving where you're telling me both of these relationships work long distance i don't think so no <sighs> but no. we can backtrack to amanda and graham
1: yeah, their goodbye is kind of sweet, and mm-hmm. sentimental.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not you a, it's can, not a
0: goodbye. It's a, I'll see you around or whatever. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, but you can kind of tell that neither of them actually want to be doing it, but it's the right decision. Mm-hmm. But she is in the car driving away, and she actually manages to cry, mm-hmm. and. So she decides that she wants to turn around and go back to him, which the car does, but she decides the car isn't driving fast enough. (laughs) She and her high heels get out of the taxi, and she runs through the snow with these little tiny points
0: of her heels. Yep. Okay, this girl learned nothing, apparently, about travel, because she's still wearing her heels, and also, when she cries, the limo driver looks in the mirror like back at her because she starts to get all excited because she can cry and he's you know he's sitting there thinking like fucking crazy ass American and then she tells him to stop and gets out and runs and he gets out and yells after her like madam madam and you know he wants to yell at her like the car will go faster than you I don't know what you think you're accomplishing but come back you fucking bitch (laughs)
1: like I have to go there anyway all of your shit is in my cab (laughs)
0: i would love if there was right after that him driving like slowing down to drive past her and wave at her like are you having fun out there you stupid bitch oh it was great but yeah she runs back to him and my favorite thing happens
1: (laughs) if she wanted to cry all she had to do was talk to iris who has had the hardest (laughs) life that any person has ever lived i'm pretty sure of it i am too <laughs> um, What's your favorite thing that happened?
0: She she runs into the house and she's like looking for Graham. And then Graham comes out of the kitchen and is like standing in the doorway with the cutest pout I have ever seen in my life. Ooh. I know, but it's so cute. Like I don't give a shit that he's pouting. I just think he was adorable looking. <laughs> but yeah, he's standing there crying, his eyes out, pouting, and she still doesn't tell him she loves him because
1: she doesn't I know you would figure that would be the time when it would be like I love you too or some declaration of emotion like I want to love you or I could love you or yeah something but no she says I
0: think I have a new year's day with you because you told me you you love me
1: so I want to spend like one more week with <laughs>
0: exactly. you exactly that was my whole thing it's like okay so you aren't you aren't in love with him nothing's gonna change you're still gonna leave but you want to get laid for New Year's Eve too yep <laughs> wonderful
1: you know how sometimes we talk about these movies and it raises your final rating mm-hmm. that didn't happen I didn't drop oh shit <laughs>
0: I'm not touching mine. Mine is already surprising to me, so I'm leaving it. I do have to say one last thing. When they're do- doing that whole like party thing in the house, Miles and Amanda have a moment where they're dancing with each other, and there's a song playing, and they are not dancing to that song. I don't know what they're dancing to, but it is not that song. It there's no way in hell it can be that song, right? Like they're no not to that rhythm at all. But I thought that they all were at first, before that, and then that happened. And I was like, wait, what?
1: (laughs) Honestly, if it's Miles and Amanda, you said. Yes. I can absolutely believe that they would dance to something that's not playing.
0: Mm, That makes sense. Yeah. Their friendship came out of nowhere too. Yeah. Like you said, like Miles was Ethan's friend. You hate Ethan. You, I don't know how well you guys even know each other you know like there was no we don't even see them ever speaking to each other so this was all that whole end scene was really weird to me
1: yep (laughs) okay but it was supposed to be the sentimental bullshit (laughs) and same
0: maybe when you're drinking everyone's family
1: (laughs) that's a good bumper sticker (laughs)
0: i will create it um check us check out our shop <laughs> no i'm just kidding <laughs> if i could create stickers though that would be fun um <laughs> all right what did you drop your final rating to <laughs> uh,
1: 52 Ouch. i told you that a movie gets a 50 just for being technically a movie yep <laughs> so
0: this is only two percent like- good
1: I liked Cameron Diaz in this movie Mm -hmm. and I probably would have given a much higher score to a movie just about Amanda but Iris dragged the score down pretty far. (laughs) And like the idea that it's just two separate rom-coms just mashed together. Mm -hmm. You didn't really get to stick with one of the rom-coms long enough to go I have feelings about this. Yeah. I think the Graham and Amanda thing could have made a full movie. I think the Iris and Miles thing could have made a full movie. Mm. But the fact that they had to share and just go back and forth and back and forth kind of took the feeling out of both.
0: Yeah. I can agree with that. Uh I'm I originally before I rewatched this movie for this episode, I assumed I would have given it a hundred percent because like I said, it's my go-to movie. I can literally watch this all year round. And I have feelings for it because of like I've watched this with my sister so much, you know? Um But as I watched it, I went, wow, there's a lot I dislike about this movie, and I'm not gonna give it a hundred percent. And I don't understand why I do love it still, because I still will watch it a million times more. So I gave it an eighty-eight percent. Um I I think it's an enjoyable movie. I agree with you. It's, it is two movies in one. And so you don't ever get to fully enjoy any of the characters, honestly, because there's just too much happening and there's too many storylines to follow. But Arthur was wonderful. Um, Graham was in it. Um, no, uh, <laughs> um, I, I mean, it was just, it's a fun movie even with Iris crying all over the place and being a pathetic little thing. Um And so, I don't know, I I can watch this a hundred more times, so I couldn't give it anything lower than that, but I can't even defend it. I'm just sitting here like, I don't know what I like about it, I just do.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like this is a rehash of First Wives.
0: Oh, God. It's just good, okay? Just shut up and just accept that it's good, because I said so.
1: (laughs) I accept that you have poor taste in movies.
0: Oh, says the woman who chose the Ash movies. Um,
1: (laughs) You've liked some of those. I liked one yes. of those a lot. <laughs> we're going to see just how poor my taste mm. is next time. Because we're going to be doing Sphere from 1998, starring Dustin Hoffman and Samuel L. Jackson.
0: I'm terrified because I've never even heard of this movie before. So it'll be interesting. Um, okay, guys, check us out on social media. We're on Instagram at Millennials at the Movies. We're on Twitter, Millennials at the ATM. And my personal Twitter is Amy, that's A-M-I underscore movies.
1: And my personal Instagram is cantaloupe underscore eyes like the fruit. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.